Well, if there's ever a morning you can bring your kids up on stage, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers here. We also just want to acknowledge if you're a foster mum, an adoptive mum, um, happy Mother's Day to you too. We also know that today can can be sad for some. Maybe you've lost a child, maybe you've lost a mother. I just want to say we acknowledge you and, and we love you if today's a bit of a hard day for you as well. So whatever that looks like for you, whatever motherhood is, whatever it means to be with your mum, or maybe, maybe you just have a hard relationship with a kid or, or your mum, whatever it is, happy Mother's Day and we love you. Um, while... Um, while I'm chatting, there's supposed to be stuff going on behind me, <laughs> um, and it hasn't happened, and that's that's it. Okay, so um, happy Mother's Day. Uh, I'm going to. I'm not going to keep him up here. I've got. We've got a special treat for you today. Um, we've got a panel. We've got a couple of mums to join me to have a bit of a chat. I'm going to say to the band, thank you very much. You can sit down. You are fantastic. I'm going to see if you are going to go to Uncle Ben. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Ben's not Ben's not sure how he feels. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Um so I'd just like to welcome up Liz and Georgia this morning. Um I I asked them to be to be comfortable. So they've got their rug boots on. So if you'll just excuse me, I'm just gonna you squeeze past. I'm just gonna do the same thing. Thank you. And we've got a cup of tea coming too. Thanks, David. Because we're not up here this morning. Oh, you guys can be seated. <laughs> I just sat down and went, oh, you're still, you're still up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we're not here this morning to tell you about how to be a perfect mother because um, we're not. I don't know about me. About, I don't know about me. I do know about me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but I'm not. Um, so we just want to relax, have a chat, have a cup of tea. That's actually just Um, and share with you this morning. So um, I think first we'll just introduce ourselves for anybody who doesn't um, know who we are and, and also who our kids are. So my name's Kirsty. Um, I've got two kids, James, who's almost four, and Eli, who's just turned one, who was up here before. Um, so, you know, in the earlier stages of, of motherhood. Liz? I'm Liz. Uh, I have two daughters, one who's just turned 33, and married to Nathan and have three gorgeous kids who are at the moment staying with me. So if I look a bit crazed, <laughs> you know why. <laughs> Grandma and, duties. <laughs> and yep. uh, Ashley, um, uh, who's 30, and uh, she's she's a dog mummy at the moment. <laughs> so I have a grand doggy, Flora. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she's gorgeous. <laughs> she is very gorgeous, actually. Um, I am Georgia and I have two little kids. Um, Elliot, who is three and an absolute terror, but completely gorgeous. <laughs> three nages, um, hey. <laughs> my goodness, tell me about it. And uh, my other newest little one, who is two months, little Willow. I'm the only boy mum. You are. We've both yeah, got girls. Boys, yeah. 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 <laughs> Being a boy mum is fantastic, actually. Yeah. So just yeah. Her boys are pretty um, fantastic. Well, we are here to share some mum tales and mum fails um, today. So I thought we'd start off with some funny fails that we've had. Um, I, I, 
wanted to share first that um, when when James was, I don't know, a few weeks old, um, and we, for anybody who doesn't know, we've got a parents' room out the back there, um, and I was out there by myself with my little newborn baby. Um, he needed his nappy change. First time mums or people who have been first time mums and then had subsequent kids especially will get this. First time you're a lot different than you are with your subsequent kids. So here's this baby who cried every time he had his nappy changed. Turns out they all just do that because they just don't like being cold and there's this, they've got their moro reflex so their arms go and they just don't feel comfortable anyway. I know some hacks to help you through that actually if anybody needs a tip. Um, but <laughs> at the time we were like maybe we'll give him a dummy and that will help him not cry when he has his nappy changed. So I put James on, there's this little ottoman, you probably know where this is going, but there's ottoman out the back and I put him on there on the change mat um, and turned around to get the dummy and he slipped off and fell onto the ground. <laughs> he didn't cry, I cried. <laughs> The good thing about little babies actually is like they're not he when you fall right you brace yourself and that's actually going to hurt more because you've tensed up he had no idea so he kind of just flopped onto the ground and was totally fine but I was freaking out because I'm first time mum and my babies are just falling on the ground I was like what have I what have I done are you okay he was fine I mean I think so <laughs> maybe now I'm I feel like that <laughs> explains a lot about him. <laughs> What about, what about mm, you guys? I have a couple of little stories that I think my worst mum fails have been with children that weren't mine. Me, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. Me? The first one is you. Well, I often joke to Kirsty that tried to kill you three times and it just didn't work. <laughs> God was looking out for me. Yeah, he had a plan angels, for me. angels. I don't know who they were protecting, me or you both. <laughs> but... Um, uh, the first time was uh, away camping uh, with your parents mm -hmm. and you were nine months old mm -hmm. and for some crazy reason uh, I had no children at the time and uh, they thought it would be a good idea for you to go in a backpack on my back when we went for a hike mm -hmm. and that's all very well. And you've got to recognise that those backpacks were not like... They are now the not like snug, the, the, yeah, yeah, the ergo sort of carriers. Loose and you sort of sat in it yeah. quite loose anyway. Well, just climbing up. Maybe you know where this is going to. <laughs> climbing up these rocks and I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, Georgia, but I bent over and Kirsty went flying out the back. Now she squawked, but she didn't cry. But like Kirsty did with James, I cried. I cried, and that was it. Don't trust me ever again with your children. Don't do that. But um, your mother's always been very wise, and she said, "Right, and gracious. straight back, straight back, straight back on the horse." She's straight back in the backpack, <laughs> yeah. and we were okay. And then you know, there was a couple of instances where you know, well, one our dog bit you. Yes. You were about two. Yes. I was absolutely mortified and, you know, it wasn't – no mobile phones so I couldn't get in touch with your parents mm. quickly so I just sort of took you to the doctor and came and fixed up your eye and I was – I was this pretty little girl, I was so terrified she was going to be scarred for life and, uh, and then um, one day I – so you guys, you and Ben went to school with Carmen and Ashley mm. – um, at East Adelaide and I picked up the girls from school and I got home and I got this phone call from your mother who was out mm. and she said, have you forgotten something? 
And I'm there, I don't know, have I forgotten something? Could it be my children? You've <laughs> left them at school. <laughs> and I had, I'd left Kirsty and Ben at school. I was meant to pick them up because your parents were at the dentist or something. <laughs> uh, yes, so. Well, the, we're all right. <laughs> yeah, and we right. still love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thankfully. Georgia, yeah. you've got quite a recent story of something that Yes, mine was only um, a month and a bit ago. Willow was two weeks old. I was at home for probably, I think it was the first time, when Ben had gone out to do something and I had both girls on my own at home. And um, being a mum of a two-week-old, I was exhausted. So I fell asleep on the couch with Willow. And at that time, Elliot thought it would be a fantastic idea to uh, go into the pantry and open all of the things. So I woke up to, is, do we have a photo to show what I woke up to? <laughs> to that. Turns out she was trying to make a cake. I'm actually quite impressed, she did pretty well. She had flour, cocoa, sugar, a bit of rice, which is a bit odd, um, and a bit of salt. She was having a lovely time. So, of course, being a, um, a mum that, you know, really cares about mess, I mean, I actually do, uh, I had to take a photo first and then I proceeded to tell her to continue to play in it until Dad got home. <laughs> you got to do what you've got to do. Yeah. I, I had to feed yeah. Willow again. I mean, what was I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's a juggle sometimes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I had to bribe James with ice cream the other night to get him to stay in his bed because I had the two boys getting him to bed. It's not, not my preference of something to do in parenting. It's not teaching him something good long term, but I, just, I was like, you, I just need you to stay in bed and need to get Eli to bed. So if you can do that, you get ice cream. <laughs> it worked. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just got to do, you know, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to get through, hey? Grandparents do it too. Grandparents do it more. <laughs> too much, if you ask me, grandparents. <laughs> so, you know, we all fail sometimes, don't we? Um, but sometimes we honestly can have a bit more of a serious feeling of, of failure. We can struggle, feel like we're not doing the best that we can. And I know you were sharing, Liz, just for those of you who don't know, when you do panels, people usually, we have a bit of a chat beforehand. So we've yeah. talked about some of this. So. <laughs> Preparation. Yeah. Uh, so, Liz, you were sharing about, you know, sort of some of your, um, yeah. what you've learned as a mum and yeah. through I that guess, struggle. Yeah. I guess for many years I felt uh, quite guilty and, and, and disappointed in myself. When the girls were little, I was in a quite a stressful relationship. Um, and, you know, I would be able to hold it together most of the time but then you know it's just like you know poking the bear there's one last thing the last straw and I'd lose it and it was usually at them you know yes I and do know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and um it wasn't until uh and you know I don't think it's coincidental but uh when I came to know God and was in a relationship with God and knew as Jesus as my Lord and Saviour did I really um, look to understand myself and why that was happening. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, Lisa Terkurst, who's a, a Christian speaker and author, she has a saying that um, bad moments don't make bad mothers. And it's just so true. And, um, you know, I just look back 
now. <laughs> you know, you wish you knew then what you know now, but that's not how it works. Uh, but, you know, gaining that understanding of yourself, giving yourself the grace that Jesus actually does give you um, uh, is a wonderful thing. And um, Ash, I was, I was thinking a bit more about it last night, Kirsty, when I got home, and I, you know, what Ash talked last week about um, the Bible and how to use your Bible and why you use your Bible and, and having those verses and things that resonate with you to build you. And that's certainly something I, I did over that time and that was something that really armed me. Because, mm. you know, hey, the enemy will have a go at you. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of um, self-learning that happens. in You know, we think as mothers, you know, we're... To, to train up our children, to teach them. But I think it's a really eye-opening experience for yourself and, and who you are and the things that you've yeah. learnt or... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just habits you've developed or ways of thinking that yeah. you've um, come into that, yeah, you, there's a lot of self-learning as well that yeah. happens as a mother. It really yeah. opens well, your eyes to And those kids become mirrors. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you go... Well, especially okay. when they, they, you go, oh, wow, you're just like me and yeah. um, I can see. It's a bit scary sometimes. That you've learned that because that's how I react to certain situations. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Or they turn around and say something to you that you've said yes. to them. Their heads on their hips and you go, whoops. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see James often, you know, to Eli being like, no, don't do that. I'm like, do I do? I try not to do that. But sometimes you just really jump, no. And he's doing that now to his little brother and you kind of go, oh, I'm try trying to teach him. And you just gently, you know, if he has something kind of gently take it away. It's like, oh, I need to do the same because sometimes our, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong reactions can actually, yeah. yeah be worse than it. we're trying to teach them something but it's not actually always teaching what we want to they do teach. take the good things too though oh yeah they do yeah. yeah elliot's very cute with her baby dolls and with yes. her little sister yes yeah. oh my darling and i'm like oh i say darling obviously way too much <laughs> yeah oh you realize the things you say oh, my don't sweet you darling you're okay she's <laughs> very sweet yeah yeah james it was uh i remember he was singing he was singing counting something to help Eli not be upset in the car the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it worked, mummy. Um, well, Georgia, you, when you were pregnant, you were sharing with us yesterday about the yes. sort of uh, struggle that that was because we know... It turns out I don't do pregnancy wasn't. well <laughs> um, at all. Um, I wrote some notes so I can make sure I get all my points down. Um, while I was pregnant with Willow, I had really, really severe morning sickness um, to the point where I was vomiting up to 10 times a day on my worst day. Um, I went to the hospital for dehydration. Um, I was on medication the entire pregnancy just to get through. Um, my baseline for the whole thing was feeling really rubbish and nauseous pretty much the entire time. Um, and I don't think it was until after I actually gave birth to Willow that I realised how much of a toll that all took on my mental health, really. Um, during that time, I felt like I was a terrible friend, a terrible wife, um, and an even worse mother to my first child, Elliot. I couldn't handle myself. I couldn't feed myself, not that anything really stayed down anyway. Um, I couldn't keep the house in order at all. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Um, and I, I couldn't give Elliot the attention that she needed either. Um, I did the best I could that I, in the season that I was in, um, but I really felt like I wasn't enough. 
And I think the point of wanting to share that with you today is to let you know a few things. Firstly, that all people have their struggles. Um, you're not alone. Um, and there's everyone's going to have something going on that you don't know about. Um, so don't compare yourself, your behind the scenes, to another perso person's highlight reel. I heard that years ago. Yeah. And it is so true. Um, and also, when you position, where you position yourself and your family um, is extremely important. I think that the only way that we really managed to get through that time, or well, me, it was really hard on Ben too because he was working full time and having to deal with our very challenging toddler at the time. And um, I was really sick and it was just such a struggle on all, all of us. Um, but I think really the way that we got through it is because we have an incredible community here at C3. Yeah. Um, we have an extremely supportive family, which I know we're particularly blessed to have. Um, and we both have um, a really strong, unwavering understanding of who God is and whose we are. We are his. Um, I think it's so important to remember that to ground yourself, to give yourself that foundation because when you go through troubling times, when you're stressed, when you're not at your, at your top of your game, whatever it is, you've got to have that foundation to settle on. Yep. Um, I know during that time I was not a very good Christian, <laughs> whatever that might, might mean. I didn't talk to God a lot like I usually would. I didn't worship anything like I usually would. Um, I was not in relationship with him like I try to be most of the time. Um, but I know who he is. Yeah. I know I'm his. Yeah. And I know that the fact that I was seemingly, well, I felt like I was failing at everything that I was doing in my life. I was struggling through all of that. I knew that he still loved me. Most importantly, he had my child, <laughs> both of my children, the one that was in me at the time and, um, and Elliot as well. He had them in his hands. He, they weren't being let down. They weren't failing because I wasn't there for them. Um, he really had them in his hands. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that it's just so important to remember all of that. I found something on Instagram last night when I was scrolling and I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was Pastor Brian Houston um, posted this. He said, the Holy Spirit is in you, with you, for you, guiding you, counselling you, advocating for you, speaking to you, convicting you and leading you. So why are you worrying? Yeah. I just think that's so good to remember and so important. Um, so yes, I'm a mum. I love being a mum. I think I'm my best, my most happiest when I'm a mum. Um, and before I was a mum, I was a worshipper. Before that, I was God's child. Um, and so it's really important not to be defined by who we are or what our status is. Like, I'm a mum, but I'm not just a mum. Maybe you're going through infertility. That's not defining who you are. Maybe you, don't ever, you haven't had children. Maybe you wanted to have children. Maybe you don't want to have children. Doesn't define who you are. You are God's child first yeah. and foremost. And let that be what really... Yeah. Creates your identity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I totally agree. And, uh, and I think, you know, we can, the self-talk, you know, that we can, 
you know, when we're having a hard time and, you know, like you said, you didn't feel like a good friend or or whatever. But that's not God, who God says we are. Yeah. And it, you're right. You've got you, – you really need to remember, doesn't matter whether your mother or a father or anyone, yeah. who – who, whose you are yeah. and yeah. what – and who he says you yes. are. Yeah. Open yeah. up that book. Yeah. Open up the Bible and, and read about who yeah. God says you are, even – you know, it, it, it can be tough. remind yourself. Remind yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I'm with you, Georgia. I love worship and so that was often my go-to, put worship music on and mm. just get it in me. Yeah. 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 I had a hard time, like, obviously when, when Eli was born, it was um, just after COVID started. So um, we weren't in church. We were watching online. For me as well as a worshipper, like, it, it, it wasn't the same. And even when we did start coming back here and spend a lot of time in the parents' room. The times that I get to be here and now I'm, I'm back to singing on stage sometimes again too, it's just a, like it's a breath of fresh air to, yeah. to be in that atmosphere of worship with others. I mean, yes, I can do that at home as well, but, you know, mm. as you found when pregnant, but even as mm. when you've got kids too. It just doesn't happen finding as much time, as you trying to. to. Yeah, it's, it's hard yeah. <laughs> um, to sort of find that space. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible. It is. It's an escape as well. Like I know that. Yes, I was feeling like poo my whole pregnancy. <laughs> um, but still, most weeks, aside from the first few months where I couldn't get out of bed, I was here and I was on the team and I was still worshiping. And yeah. that was. I felt fine when I was up here on the most part. Sure, I was sitting for the last little while because yeah. I couldn't actually stand. But it was the escape. It was what I needed to sort of ground myself again yeah. each week. And yep. I think, I wasn't planning on saying this, but that's <laughs> another thing that is so important to make sure you're routinely bringing yourself to the house of God. You're bringing yourself to his presence. Yeah. You're getting that feel that you need um, because ultimately we can't run on empty. Yeah. We have to... Can't parent on empty. <laughs> we, you cannot parent on empty, that is for sure. Sometimes, um, sometimes you, you just have to bribe because... <laughs> you just you need you that. Be. I think it's so important <laughs> to keep yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, on the worship thing as well, I, was, uh, I don't know if um, many of you have heard the new Elevation worship album, um, but the, I was listening to the song Gyra the other day and there's a line right at the beginning... I know, I know Mariah is a big fan of that one. Um, the line at the beginning, it says, I, I wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. Basically, as a, as a parent, um, I, and one that's home with my kids, uh, I look at everything through a parenting lens these days. So I hear something, you know, that's just talked about, and I'm like, yeah, that applies to parenting too. Um, so what I thought about that, um, you know, if we flip that to be with our, about our kids, if they're not holding us up, if they're not the thing holding us up as parents, as mothers, then they can't let us down. Because they're not perfect, we're not perfect, um, they will let us down. If they're the thing that's defining us, you know, sure, I'm a mother and God defines me as a mother too, but, but my kids don't define me as a mother. As, they don't say whether I'm good enough or not or whether I'm doing it right, you know. Whether they sleep through the night or not doesn't define who I am. Um, whether they behave perfectly when they're in the trolley at the supermarket, because they won't, doesn't define who I am. Sometimes they will, but not always. You know, that doesn't define who we are as mothers, parents, non-parents too, obviously. You know, he says, he, sure, he says you are mother, you are father, you are son, you are daughter. He says you are worshipper, preacher, servant, friend, but he shows us the way to to do that thing, to be that thing. He says you are loved no matter what and that you are redeemed. Mm. Yeah. 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 
So uh, it's, it's so true because, I mean, I remember when um, the girls were little and a very close family member, um, like, because my the girls weren't toilet trained before they were two, you know, I, I just got so much guilt heaped on me and... Um, and that whole defining, you know, like I, I felt so terrible, you know, like I'd let the whole side down because, you know, they, they, and of course, the harder I tried, the worse it got. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and they're now toilet trained, so it's actually okay. Oh, that's okay. really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that just happened recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. thirty yeah. and yeah. 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 It just seems like that, you know, and I, it's like the whole dummy thing too. Yeah. Oh, you've given your child a dummy. I oh, saw dummies are great, thing. okay, and, and they are like so that, helpful. You know, and I thought, and someone said to me, "Forget what, just don't listen to anyone. They won't go to school with the dummy. No, they'll be fine." I thought, absolutely brilliant. And I they saw don't, this, and they didn't. I saw, yeah. a, I saw well a clip the other day that was like a, a job interview, um, and of someone going, "Okay, so what age did you learn to say the alphabet?" When did you start going to the toilet on your own? And it was like, no one's, when you're an adult, nobody asks yeah. you those questions. It's yeah. irrelevant. But as a kid, it's like, are they meeting their milestones? But like, I mean, sure, there are instances where there, are, there can to. be issues and you yeah. need to focus on that. But, yeah. you know, com comparing can be yeah. the death of you sometimes yeah. or Abs worrying about absolutely. those things. And God doesn't compare us to anyone no. else. He yeah. sees us as, you know, us. Yeah. He's so yeah. big yeah. that... He sees Georgia. That's that's all he sees. He sees Liz. He sees, you know, Jordan. He sees Jess. You know, he yeah. He just sees us. Yeah. And yes. how amazing is yes. that? Yeah. 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 So good. Before we finish, were there any other tales we had to? Anyone had to share? I think we've covered all we talked I about. I think, I, think, I mean, good. you know, we could, oh, we could we go could on. I know. Travel <laughs> I'm sure on forever, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And yeah. look, you get to the end where, you know, you're grandparenting. Yeah. And that's, that's just a whole delight in itself. Mm -hmm. Although this morning, as I said to you, when <laughs> you walked in this morning, because I've got the three of them at the moment, with David and I've got the three of them, it's like, I just thought of you guys and young parents. I thought, yeah, I'm, I've been taken right back there. It's tough getting everyone out the house. On the toilet. It's such a surprise you have to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Always at the worst possible time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, it, it's an amazing gig being a parent. Yeah. Uh, and it's but tough. it's a joy. And, but too. rewarding. Oh, yeah. totally rewarding. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I remember, like, having a, a second... When we, when we had James as a baby, like, you know, getting out... When, you, when you're a new parent, you've got a new baby, getting out of the house is, is hard because you've got to have all the things with you and it's, it's so different to before when you just, should we leave the house? Yes, we can. Okay, let's go. You know, but what I learned is that taking a baby out of the house... Yes, it's hard the first time. The second time you're like, wow, this is so easy. It's trying to get the toddler to <laughs> put their shoes on or, you know, just walk to the car <laughs> at a reasonable pace. It's just impossible. <laughs> Most of the time, oh. Elliot doesn't wear shoes out of the house. I have to just make sure there are some shoes in the car. Yeah, um, oh, we had a meltdown this morning because mm. James didn't want to put his shoes on and then later he was saying he wanted to do it himself. But... I don't think he. I don't, I don't know what that was about, but it was. It was if she's not wearing <laughs> clothes, though, clothes. You know, yeah. it's a good day. If you see my child, that's a good day. That's a good day. Yeah, <laughs> she's a little bit of a nudist. She loves to be naked. Um, 
even on freezing days, I really I, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but anyway. I could have had a bit of a disagreement with Lucy this morning about what she was wearing to church. Sometimes it's easier not and, to. And she just said, well, no, she wasn't going to do it. And that, that's okay. Mm. Wear your pyjamas. Yep. I did that once. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> I was like 12 or 13. I really yes. don't have an excuse. But I came to church in my pyjamas. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you've just got to let them... Do things yeah. <laughs> that you don't want. I think my mother and father cared more that I was at church yeah. than what I was wearing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We don't have to look perfect, you know. We can come to come to church in your UGG boots Hi. one day if you need. I it. have to comfy. say, this is good. <laughs> this is good. This I might do this so more. Good. <laughs> nice and warm. warm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thank no you worries. so much for being up here and for sharing your wisdom and being vulnerable with us um you can take your seats but before we finish um today you know there's something else that georgia said that that resonated with me um and that's that you know we all have our struggles and um we don't know something that might be going on with someone that we might not be aware of and i think it's such a good reminder of why we need to treat all people with kindness with curiosity when we see signs that you know some that there's a struggle you know, with, with empathy. Um, those are some good parenting tips there too, but there's something for, for everyone. I don't know if anyone's seen um, the TV show, um, The Chosen. There's a, if you haven't, there's an app. Find the app, download it, watch the show. It's a fantastic show. It's just in the second season at the moment. It's about Jesus and his disciples. Um, and if ever there was a good christian content this is it like there's not much that is to be honest you know um but this is actually it's really a great depiction of um of of jesus and his disciples um but there's this one episode we were watching recently um and jesus was off talking um with with people and the disciples were sort of back at camp and having a chat and whatever and he was he was gone ministering to people he came back and he was tired. He was exhausted. Um, and just so much of watching this show, it kind of brings to you, look at, look at who Jesus was um, when he was here on earth, you know, God in human form. And he knows how we felt. He know, he's experienced the human experience. You know, when we're tired as mums, when we're tired, when we're exhausted, Jesus knows how that felt. When we're touched out, mums you know when our kids are just constantly clinging off us when we can't go to the toilet without somebody watching us you know <laughs> maybe I don't know if Jesus knows how that felt but <laughs> um <laughs> but you know he ha- he would walk through the crowds and people were reaching out to touch him he he knows how you feel when you feel touched out you know on the cross when he was hanging there and he called out my god my god why have you forsaken me he felt alone the most alone that anyone has ever felt. God left him for a moment and he was feeling the weight of our sins, our burdens. When you feel alone, he knows. He knows how that felt. So whatever it is you're going through, I just want you to know this morning that Jesus knows and he sees you and he understands just what that feels like. He felt the weight of our sin, all our sin, all at once. Everything we've ever done to not meet God's standards, his perfect standard. He felt that separation from God that that can bring. He did that for a reason. He did that so that we wouldn't have to. 
so that no matter what we've done and what you know the no matter what we've done we could know the love and the acceptance from God of God Hebrews 4:15 to 16 says this high priest of ours understands our weakness for he faced all the same testings we do yet he did not sin so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God there we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most so if you haven't experienced that this this morning if you haven't experienced that presence of God that relationship with him that knowing that he knows everything, that he sees everything and he wants to take that sin from us. Well, he has taken that sin from us. If you want to know his love and his acceptance and receive his mercy and grace, let's pray this morning. Let's all pray together and let's ask him into our hearts today. So if you just repeat after me as we pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God, for what you did, for sending your son, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us, for taking our sin. We admit right now, God, that we are not perfect, that we have fallen short, that we have sinned. We want to turn from that this morning. We want to run into your arms, God. Thank you, God. Amen. I just want to say if that's the first time that you've prayed that or the first time that you've you've meant that or maybe first time you've meant that, that prayer in a long time, come and um, talk to me after the service or... Um, there'll be some people um, praying after the service or maybe there's someone who brought you or someone you know if you don't want to come to me come and and tell somebody that you know you made that step this morning that you prayed that prayer and you meant it and you want to begin um, a relationship with Jesus